Welcome to Split, the After Ever After podcast. We're here along with other experts and real people with real stories to help you navigate life after separation. Whether you're newly separated or divorced and co-parenting, listen now for tips and advice on how to build a foundation for a more peaceful future. Hi guys. Hello. So today we are going to be discussing right of first refusal, explaining what it is, um, the benefits of having it in your parenting plan, and what can happen if you don't have this clause in your parenting plan, some of the negatives, um, as well as some instances where parents may abuse it and how to work that out or avoid that situation altogether. So a situation where co-parents would use this right of first refusal would be say I have my daughter um, uh, during my regularly scheduled time something comes up in my schedule where I'm unable to parent her for a set amount of time and before I would say call you know my mom to step in or a babysitter I would call my co-parent and offer uh, him the chance to have our daughter for that set amount of time yeah it's a really typical clause that goes I feel like it's almost automatic to go, certainly lawyers um, who are doing sort of more boilerplate agreements, that's always just going to probably go in there without even consulting the parents. Mm -hmm. Um, And exactly, that you would give them first choice, basically, um, before the child would go uh, with someone else. The problem with how most first right of refusals are written is that it's, it's just what you described, but there's no parameters on... Like, are there exceptions to that? Or particularly, what's the time frame? So yes. is this like, you have to go out for two hours to do groceries and you can't use a babysitter? Mm-hmm. Or is it an overnight? Um, and so there's lots of problems that have come up. I think you saw more of them. I saw a lot on TikTok on one account mm-hmm. um, by a parenting coordinator. And she was talking about parents who were using that as a reason, just like we said, that, you know, Uh, dad had to go out for the afternoon or something Mm -hmm. and then mom was literally taking him to court because you know new partner was taking care of the kids for three or four hours or something like that yeah because I think this can come down to you know you have to ask yourself if you're upset about a particular situation like this you know am I upset because I think that it wasn't in the best interest of the child Um, Is it like a really long period of time that, you know, I could have stepped in or, you know, am I just bothered because I'm bothered and I'm going to use it as an opportunity, you know, to do a dig basically. Yeah. Like even if you're not taking it to court, but still like going to bring it up and and create conflict over it. Create conflict, right. Exactly. And, And probably, and how much is reasonable, right? I would think that it's reasonable to be notified if, you know, you're dropping your children off and they're spending an entire day with someone else, yeah. but you're assuming that they're going to be with mom or they're going to be with dad. But is it reasonable to have to get a phone call to notify, like, I've got to run out for groceries and I'm leaving the 10-year-old with, you know, this babysitter who we all know who... For you know, an hour. Like, it's no big right. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, like, we don't want to create a, um, an environment where we have to constantly be getting permission from each other yes. um, for these things. But I think using a little common sense, like I said, for, for longer periods of time, having communication about that um, would be important. But mm-hmm. I didn't 
I don't see it being as much of an issue in mediation because I think, um, and I can talk about some of the things we put into our agreements, but we talk it out more, mm -hmm. but I was surprised at how much was coming up online of people messages yeah just saying how many problems get created by them yeah like specifically with new partners I think that's where it comes up I talked in um one of our last podcast episodes about an experience even with my own ex and I found out he went out for the night and um his like my ex-mother-in-law was there to babysit which she's lovely and that's totally great but I will admit this was in early days we didn't have our agreement mm -hmm. together and I think because I found out about it rather than him saying yes. like that was a that added a little right. bit more like salt to the wound I guess yeah. um, because I think if it would have come up beforehand then you know I I maybe would have said it's no big deal but also when things are really rocky yeah maybe I wouldn't have and I think that's I would like to think that that's why he didn't tell me you know mm. because he was like well I don't want to lose my I don't want to lose my whole night. Yes. When she's going to be sleeping anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think, like, it's really important to have this discussion and to talk about it. Because even when you and I are saying, well, within reason mm -hmm. or with using common sense, well, this is at a time where yes. sometimes, like, you don't have a, a, a lot of, you're not being very reasonable because you're yes. so upset. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think for older kids, it might not even be something that needs to be in there, first of all. Yeah, right? true. Because yeah. they're going to be, like... What, taking care of themselves and also safety isn't as much of an issue because they can vocalize to you right mm -hmm. you know what did you do who were you with they can explain what went on yeah I think safety with you know people you don't know or new partners don't know babysitters whatever is mm -hmm. more concerning when you're dealing with little kids you can't ask them so yeah you know, like okay you were overnight with who and yeah you, you know <laughs> you don't know who but um yeah I think some of the things that you can put into a first right of refusal if you do want it in your agreement would be putting some parameters on the time. Okay. So, yeah. right, is it going to be like a full day if the, if someone else is going to be caring for the child for a full day or an overnight? I mm -hmm. think would be would be even more reasonable because you made a good point that even if it's the day, like say it's dad's regular parenting schedule, but he's got to do like a work conference or he's got to go to a family there, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he's still can have that night with the child oh, or yeah. the next day, right? So he yeah. doesn't want to lose that and break up the time with the child. Especially if you're not living close. Like, we don't, you know? That. Like, yeah. he lives over an hour away. So, yeah, it wouldn't have been possible to, like, bring her back and then, you know, and then also what's, again, what's best for your kid yes, too, right? Exactly. All that back and forth. It's silly in, in that scenario. The driving is a big one, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you can't, if you're not close by, then it may make more sense that they just stay there. Yeah. Um, so I think that agreeing on what what time do what time frame do you need to get that offer that parenting time right yeah okay, if it's going to be overnight does that then trigger okay give them um, that first right mm -hmm. and then you could specifically list exceptions so first right refusal but you know being cared for by immediate family or yeah. caregivers that the other person's given like babysitters the other person's given permission to or. Mm -hmm. Um, a relationship of some permanence of more than six months. You could put yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I could see people being uncomfortable with, you know, new girlfriend of a month. Yeah. But we were seeing issues online of, like, stepmoms, they've been married for five years. Yeah, and, and now then, you know, they're waking the kid up. What was it? Like, super early in the morning to go back yeah. to the bio mom's house because the dad had to go to work early and the bio mom didn't want the stepmom, like, stepping in. And, yes. I mean, like... 
I know even even if you're never going to get along with this other person, at what point are you going to say, you know what, my kid's well-being comes before that. Like you, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, waking a child up at 5 a.m. is not going to (laughs) be typically, yeah, in their best interest. So there are, yeah, parameters that you can put on that for who it would be okay for. So then really what you're trying to capture is, I just don't want this to be some stranger who I've never yeah. met, who mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's, it's got to be, um, you can put those parameters on it. And then just open communication like we were talking about. So you would talk, not so much, you could put this in the agreement. Maybe it's not necessarily permission, mm-hmm. but you would let them know. Here's yeah. the caregiver I've chosen, and here are our plans. Mm-hmm. So that they're not trying to contact you or they find out after the weekend that, Oh, it was actually like Auntie Sue took care of us all yeah. weekend, and they had no clue. <laughs> Auntie <And> maybe, Sue, <laughs> yeah, and maybe she's fine. She's on your sort of approved list, yeah. But it was still cause friction because you had no idea. It would just be nice to let. Yeah, and then you, know. you start spiraling too, and like, well, they didn't tell me about this, so what else is going on? Yeah. And you know, one little thing that could have not been an issue at all is now ten issues. Is now, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like this is one that can definitely be abused, I think, is the issue we were seeing. Yeah. And that's not the spirit of it. The spirit is meant to um, make help. The spirit of first right of refusal is to have maximum parenting time with the child. So instead of, I think it's more to capture a situation where mom's schedule changes and she ends up having to work on the weekends she's supposed to take the child Mm -hmm. and so they're constantly with babysitters rather than back with dad that's the idea um I had a situation where it was like they were with babysitters two streets away and mom's sitting home by herself Mm, so that doesn't make a lot of sense right Mm -hmm. so that's the spirit of why we have it it's not meant to be like you always have to be with mom or dad and no other caregiver is approved and you're constantly having to get permission from yeah. each other. Well, what I mean, not to plug, but I am going to plug your services here. Okay, okay? because <laughs> the, one of the great things about mediation is that, um, mm. you know, like life changes constantly. Yeah. Schedules change, you know, especially in this day and age, like to have one job your entire life. It's yeah. pretty rare, right? So yeah. you know that that's going to happen and I just think that you're like... can the offer of your continual services so yeah you may have a parenting plan in place but two years go by now there's some change and you're seeing that the current schedule isn't working they can come back to you and and say yeah and you guys can figure it out yeah and I'm seeing more and more of these I think the more mediation gets more popular people have mediated agreements so then they come back to a mediator yeah um and I really love doing them because you see this high conflict and everyone's sort of stressed about it and they they resolve so easily and quickly, mm-hmm. right? It takes like an hour sometimes or two hours yeah. um, because the rest of their agreement is already done. Mm-hmm. So definitely something like this is just sort of getting to the bottom of like, okay, what's not working? Where's the friction here? So this would be a perfect one um, for mediation instead of struggling through it for years and years. Yeah. You know, come and figure out, yeah, what the issue is with it. It's meant to help. I guess that's the bottom line. Like, it's a clause that's meant to help. Mm-hmm. So if it's cre- it's it, it shouldn't be creating friction. Yeah. It shouldn't be creating problems. So something's off if it's creating problems between you. For sure. Yeah. So you guys learned something today. And certainly if you ever in any episode have more questions, you can uh, just click through the show notes and contact either Jennifer or myself. And do not forget that there is another link where you can connect with
with Jennifer for a free consultation call uh, to take advantage of um, her mediation services. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye.